Welcome to Just Mash Podcast, episode four. I'm Josh. I'm Matthew. I'm Chandler. There you go. Uh, <laughs> I was confused on whether or not I was going to say Just Mash Podcast or Just Mash oh. episode because I've I've been switching back and forth accidentally. We have a guest today, Chandler. No last name. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, what we do usually on the Just Mash Podcast when we have guests is we befriend people. And then we just force them into hanging out with us on camera. It's been cruel. And having a conversation. Um, Usually against their will. She actually was like, yeah, no, I'll do it. So there's there's no kidnapping here. Um, Mm, Is that what you say? Okay. Well, (laughs) I mean, she got the good chair. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I don't know, man. Today we're just going to kind of talk. Yeah. Do a cash manage with Chandler. So do you listen to podcasts? Um, Yes and no. Not our podcast. No, I do. No, no one okay. does. <laughs> Look. No one, no one on the podcast. I was really excited. I mean, for me, it's like an attention span thing. So whenever you all started doing the video podcast, um, I thought that was very cool. Cause Thank you. Because I just, I can't listen to an audio one. Right. Do you, You've never had the idea to like, oh, I'll work on this other thing while I listen to the audio podcast. Or driving is a big thing for me. I like listening to stuff while I'm driving. It's kind of like reading a book. Like if I'm not gonna be able to devote my uh, like my full attention to it, I, I feel right. like it's like cheating. Yeah, the, I get that. Yeah. yeah, that's how I feel when I listen to audiobooks. Like it's cheating, mm-hmm. and I think, well, fuck it, who cares? Yeah, <laughs> I just do it. You're still getting the story, the information. Yeah, I'm retaining it. Yeah, well, because I'm a very like two or three track person. Like I, I don't like to just do one thing at a time. So if I can play Xbox while listening to a book or mm-hmm. a podcast or whatever, that's like the ideal thing for me unless it's a video podcast which then i'll like watch it because then Mm -hmm. you're watching and you're listening um so i definitely get where you're coming from oh it's bad with movies yeah like i have to incessantly rewind if i feel like i missed oh you're a rewinder yeah do you watch with captions as well yeah yeah i have to yeah Yeah, i I mean for me it's like it depends on what it is but a lot of times I find myself just reading the movie and not watching it or paying attention to the cinematography or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like that's when I feel like, oh, I should rewind it because I didn't. Right. Like, I don't remember what this looks like or was shot like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and I think the worst thing ever created for my own personal development is on the iPhone, you can, like, minimize whatever video you're watching and do other oh, stuff. Oh, that's a recent mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, oh, it's so bad. It's been yeah. awful for me with movie watching because I'll, I'll turn on a movie and then minimize the movie and play games and just, like, have it all on the same yep. screen. Yeah. Thankfully, I mainly watch bad romantic comedies with Matthew McConaughey, so it, it's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. But it is, you know. Yeah. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Yeah, I watched that one. <laughs> I watched The Wedding Planner. Mm-hmm. I watched Failure to Launch. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched, went down a, quite a few. I've watched here. them all. Yeah, <laughs> I also watched. Um, what's the fuck? I just watched. What's the Adam Sandler movie with uh, Billy Drew? Madison? I watched that last night, and I've got a lot to say about that movie. I fucking hate that. It's movie. not. It's not very good. Do you have you seen Billy Madison? That's the golf movie, right? No, that's Happy Gilmore. Billy okay. Madison's the one where he's the like the dude that goes through like twelve grades and like Oh, it's been so long. It's so I bad. just remember bits and pieces. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really creepy, but the wedding Oh, and then the mom is like thinks that other chick is like the she devil or is that a whole other Adam Sandler movie? I think that's little Nikki. 
right? Okay. I mean, Honestly, I mean, his production company is called Happy Madison. So yeah, I think no, he'd welcome this sort of amalgamation. I, I will say I like Happy Gilmore a lot. Mm-hmm. I watched the wedding. Oh, the wedding singer. He's a wedding singer. Yeah. I watched that one the other night. That one was fine. Billy Madison, I think, is an abomination. I genuinely despise that movie. Um, I haven't seen it in a decade. Dude, like, so he's fucking... They they portray it as like oh he's like lazy. Uh-huh. He's got something wrong. With a developmental him. issue. Some or, developmental yeah. issue. Like I don't want to like diagnose you know and then like misdiagnose or whatever the fuck. He's got something going on up there. He's not like fully there. Yeah, I could see. And that. he like plays it like he's a fucking first grader, and yet the hot ass teacher falls in love with him that's so weird and yeah. like is like banging him when he's like got the brain of a fucking second grader and like meanwhile she hates him before and then out of nowhere she just likes him yeah and is just going to town on him which kind is kind of a weird double standard creepy because she's a teacher and it's horrifying he's yeah. got the mind of a child and his principal when he's in second grade tries to fuck him so not only do you have this fucking essentially second grader mentally and he's literally in the second grade the fucking principal tries to have sex with him yeah well, it's kind of, like when I say double standard, though. Like if it were reverse roles, like Adam Sandler's oh, yeah. character was a woman, and then you know, let's yeah, say he yeah. played the teacher, like that would be canceled in a heartbeat. Exactly. I don't even think that would be like a movie. No, it wouldn't make it. Well, and like because I, I don't think it's funny. You know, I think mm-hmm. with the the woman teacher, you know, male student, you can make it funny. Mm-hmm. You know, the other way, it's just creepy. But to me, I was watching this, and I was like, that's weird. Yeah, like, that is fucking weird, and that's not funny. And then when the principal tried to fuck him, I was like, okay, this is <laughs> need to turn it off. Way too fucking yeah far. And like he sexually assaults the teacher at one point, like on the bus. He's like, oh, I bet I could grab her tits or something, and he does, and she like laughs about it. And I'm like, that would never happen in real life. Oh, it's, no. I, I I was very annoyed. Norm Macdonald's in it. Did you know? That? No, I don't remember him at all. Yeah, like he's like one of the friends or whatever. He was funny, but it's he's good in everything. He is, he is his good. podcast was good i don't know if he still does it i didn't know he had one yeah yeah i mean it was honestly a lot of it was just him monologuing and doing oh, okay. his like long form jokes to, get, be... to guests who have no idea what he's about to say I would be it's cool incredible it's like a tame uh eric andre like oh, he's just kind of okay he's just he's kind of like fucking with his guests a little bit right. but you know it's, it's really fun it's entertaining stuff yeah and i love his humor he's, yeah I don't. I can't handle Eric Andre. I do. There lot, are some clips. He's also funny. There are some clips that have made me. Yeah. Just lose my shit. It's completely. To me, it's like I don't like just fucking with people. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, depending on the guest, it's like okay. But some of the people, like, I just feel like don't deserve to be fucked with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, made to look like fools yeah <laughs> i just felt like the need to look in the camera because we're talking about like a hostage kidnapping situation is, at first and then it's like true. okay she is here against her will yeah yeah i mean i don't know um i do think it's funny when the guests catch on yeah and like yeah. counter fuck with right him now when he's just fucking with regular people i think that's funny yeah. Didn't yeah. Obama do that with Zach Galifianakis on Between yes. Two Ferns? Steve, Steve Carell's is great. Steve they have Carell's a fun back and forth. Have you seen the movie? There's no, I haven't. I know, like, I want to watch it because I saw it pop up the other day. It's okay. Yeah. It's uh, There's a Louisville shout-out in it. They go to Louisville. Oh. And uh, he fucks Chrissy Teigen. Oh. And John Legend comes on the show the next day. Um, 
Uh, Matthew McConaughey is in the Between Two Ferns movie. So I'm Does gathering that you really like Matthew McConaughey. I fucking love Matthew McConaughey. Okay. Not like that, but like I think him and I could be like really good friends. And I admire his outlook. I think he's very positive and mm-hmm. you know good energy driven, which I think is cool. And I just like you know his work. I think True Detective, Dallas Buyers Club, Interstellar, even the the romantic Dallas comedies. Buyers Club is a great movie. That movie's phenomenal. And like you know he won an Oscar for that, and rightfully so. Have you watched True Detective? No. Okay, you need to watch True Detective. It's okay. Him and Woody Harrelson, and they just fucking... HBO. Yeah, it's on. Do you have you HBO Max? I can... Uh, I might. Like, I think I had a yeah. deal with AT&T, but whatever. Just, not like, here to... backdoor, like, negotiations. Yeah. yeah. I just kind of held a gun to their head and was like, yeah, we're doing this. If she you're actually charge kidnapped me $50 us. for Wi-Fi. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That sucks. I don't it's know. cheaper than the, I think it's, it's so fucked up that AT&T owns HBO Max. Because, yeah. like, John Oliver has I mean, it's his all show. Warner Brothers. Yeah, yeah. All it's, of it. It's, like, it's kind of insane. And Warner Brothers' networks are, like, Cartoon Network, uh, HBO, obviously, TNT, TBS. Um, what else do they have? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure you could look at it. But, like, it's a lot of there, shit, there's infographics you can find out there that, like, six media companies own yeah. roughly 92% of the entire media diet of the United States. Well, actually, so I think AT&T just sold Warner Brothers to Discovery. Who's Disco- is Discovery like the Discover Channel or yeah. is it like really? they, I think they're their own I didn't like, think they were that big. Thing. Yeah, they bought <laughs> Warner Brothers so now it's Warner Discovery. Huh. Oh, that's right. Sure. I do I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. We're, it's all going to be one company soon. Yeah, we'll all shop at the same exact store and watch the same exact Disney's going to own our water. Service. Yeah. You know. This AT&T is, is going to own our electricity. This is a side note, but have you heard of how they're doing like those Amazon grocery stores? Yeah, dude, my um, my ex went into one, and he said there's just like it's almost like you just pick something up, and because there's so many cameras, yeah, like, like I it, think there's like scanners everywhere. It too. like so it tracks it like when it goes into your cart. Facial recognition software is I that how they track you, who picks it up? Or? I think you have to have an Amazon Prime account like membership and when you walk in the store it like registers that this account holder is in the store so you like pick stuff up put it in your cart and it registers that you took that and when you leave the store it just charges your card for everything i would never go in there that's horrifying that is a black mirror episode where was it do you know where it was at um i believe it was in seattle oh okay we don't have that shit here there, uh, thankfully thankfully yeah the uh wall street bets subreddit is actually a, a few people have uh have said they've placed like calls or bets on amazon stock dropping the day that bezos goes into space in case that his ship blows up yeah because that would probably tank amazon stock for the day oh, so shit. these dude like if, if if that happens these dudes are poised to make millions i'm gonna tell that. you right now if jeff bezos ship blows up in space he's not dead i don't even know who's going yeah to people space. Have, i've heard people you know have, no yeah, yeah he's, like he's what? got a blue blue origin i, I think is the name of his like he's space company such an annoying person but there's oh, a there's a theory like, that he's using that to fake his own death yeah i believe it yeah. i mean given i don't exactly know what kind hate of, him he's a super villain yeah. but what benefit would he have from like to take over the world from behind the curtain behind the curtain yeah and to in a sense die and get some goodwill back on your name because people hate them and when anyone dies no matter how shitty they are instantly people start oh you can't talk shit about the dead because they can't defend themselves right that type stuff yeah and then misremembering someone's legacy or rewriting history to make them seem better 
just because they're dead. Like he just wants that? a book. That's all. That's probably he wants a movie deal. You know, all that. Sort or of he shit. wants to live on Mars himself. Like he wants to yeah. own the entire planet. He's Doctor Manhattan. Yeah, he could. Well, he's just a very boring. He's gonna one. just yeah. have like SDFs yeah. like pop up on Mars. He'll have fucking. And the worst part is he would colonize Mars, take over all the Martians, and like create a, a probably equal all society. the Matt Damons. They're all the Matt Damons. Someone needs to warn him. Yeah. You know, do you have Matt Damon's number? Uh, no. Do you? I have his email. No. Well, fuck. What's email? I think right it's now? just mattdamon at gmail.com. Who owns that? Who? You I just, just wonder. You just like, gave it away to everyone. <laughs> yeah, you're you gonna get a call. Sorry, Matt. I don't know, man. Uh, I was gonna ask you a question, but I don't remember what it was. So essentially, with Just Smash, you know, we've we've talked about it before. We love to talk about pop culture and how it affects us as people. Mm-hmm. Why do we like the things we like? Why does it make us cry? How does it make us feel? All that sort of stuff. So we're gonna go on a journey through your interests. Okay. Are you prepared? Um, yes and no. <laughs> Most people, whenever we ask them any sort of question on here, they lose every memory they've ever yeah. had. That's just me in general. I don't have to be on a podcast to completely that's, lose everything, but that's true. we'll go for it. Okay. Give me your favorite movies. You can do top five, top ten, God. whatever. It's <laughs> already. Or even a movie you really like. Even one. We can start with that. I mean. favorites is like a. It can be arbitrary, yeah. depending on the day, True. what you remember, you know, that sort of thing. I mean, I really loved the movie Moonlight. Moonlight's great. Yeah. We saw that as a double feature in theaters with Lion. Mm-hmm. It's a lot better than Lion. Um, did you see it when it came out or after the fact? No, I saw it whenever it came out. I went to the uh, theater. Oh, yeah. okay. Wow, dope. Yeah, that movie's great. So is that the type of movie that you're into, like deeply emotional, character-driven like personal type story yeah i would say for the most part like i i don't really veer towards like comedy or horror like Mm -hmm. i will watch them but that's i want something with depth humanity yeah Yeah. exactly well and like that's the cool thing about kind of movies is they can fade into whatever genre and Mm -hmm. if they're good enough can still maintain you know that level of depth right have you seen midsummer a horror movie no, but it's really ironic because at my when I worked at Oscars, like they uh-huh. would do like a midsummer like theme. <laughs> it was really? a Scandinavian. That's a bit dark. It was a, it was yeah. a Scandinavian a bar, so like I, oh. I don't know. Oh. I, yeah. I yeah, I wasn't. Didn't know we had one. <laughs> no, I yeah. didn't. I well, didn't know there was a market for one in, in Kentucky. <laughs> it's like onward. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's kind of the vibe that I would get. That's all yeah. I'm picturing now. Yeah, no. Have I'm, you seen Onward? The Pixar movie. Uh, it's okay. No. That's right. That's going to be for the next hour. It's going to mm-hmm. be. Have you seen this? And I'm going to say no, no because well, I was upfront about that to begin she with. She did though. tell me That's not fair, to yeah. only talk about yeah. movies. I just figured we'd start with movies, yeah. mm-hmm. get it out of the way, and then we would veer into everything else. Right. You know, but you know, we we dig on movies. I um, do want to say though, aesthetics are really important to me. So like, photography. like um, I really like Wes Anderson style. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really like, I mean, I have mixed feelings about him in general, but Quentin Tarantino, like, oh, I really like yeah. that he has a specific, Weird dude, yeah, but I mean, the feet strange. thing that you all Definitely brought up was very strange, off-putting, dude. Yeah, strange. <laughs> just in the dude. sense of like, not it being someone's fetish, but the fact that he's like, um, making a point to like have it in his movies. Yeah, like not only is it his fetish, but it's like his trademark where he like wants to emphasize feet. And to me, it's uncomfortable because 
you know, like you're subjecting the viewer well, to something. E- even more than that, you're subjecting the the view of your attraction yeah. to satisfy your fetish right. for the art. It almost makes you know? it seem. I mean, it kind of makes it seem like he's trying to like get off. Like, yeah. I mean, he's oh, sure obviously he does, yeah. like these actresses are like agreeing to this but at the same time i don't think they really they're take not in into a position account. to say no well that and then i don't think they're really taking into account like what you is. know what i mean yeah how creepy it is well like you got to think of the power dynamic there right like margot robbie could say no i don't want you to shoot my feet like a creep mm-hmm. in once upon a time in hollywood because she's margot robbie margaret Qualley probably could not because she's you know fresher on the scene upcoming all that sort of stuff yeah you know what i mean so like and maybe they're both cool with it. I don't want to speak for either one of them, you know, because, I mean, they had to be somewhat cool to, to do it, and they got paid for it. But to me, it's like, I don't think I could ever go up to an actress and say, yeah, we're going to, you know, shoot this scene to emphasize everything that I dig about a woman. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because it would be like, did you need that? Yeah, it's not. Like, it feels like that's more for me than it is for the actual film. And that's my problem with Quentin Tarantino. On top of the fact that I think he's just a fucking weirdo. <laughs> Like he's just a he's weird. A, yeah, he's a strange guy. Doesn't mean he's a bad person, you know, yeah. or like that I couldn't be friends with him or whatever. But like the Jimmy Neutron stuff, I think that's like it's funny. That's hysterical. It's funny, I and mean, I who respect else it. Has done that, yeah. Like being like, oh, I'm a fan of this eccentric kids show. Right. I want to be in it. You know. Like, oh. Yeah. Have you seen? You've seen Jimmy Neutron. Yeah. Right? Do you know that episode? No. He's in it. He yeah. plays himself. He, well, I don't know if they call him Quentin Tarantino. Well, he's Tarantino. put himself in his movies. Yeah, he's got like a role in everything. This movie is just does. so different because he like had to either Nickelodeon approached him, mm-hmm. which I don't see happening, oh, yeah, why, why, or okay. Tarantino know. went to Nickelodeon and was like, "Hey, I love the show. Put me in it." Me well, in it. and he like directs their movie, and I I feel like there was some tension between him and Jimmy, like Quentin was being an asshole or something. <laughs> I, that's what I remember from the episode. So I don't remember the episode at all. I just remember like him dancing. <laughs> I remember him being obsessed with jelly donuts too. <laughs> That was a thing. I I love how oddly specific that is. But look, wasn't like the the uh, CEO of Nickelodeon like? Didn't he turn out to be some horrible creep who also was not only was he into children apparently? Which sorry, that's an awkward thing to bring up. But he had a yeah. So maybe they bonded. No, if you watch over the feet, Drake and Josh, iCarly victorious like any of those shows it's like a mm-hmm. strange emphasis on the chick's feet in yeah those shows. i remember one episode with, like with like carly and like yeah. her and like jeanette mccurdy were yeah it was just very weird. odd and as someone who like doesn't like feet not in like the fetish way but just in general like feet mm-hmm. are weird you know like they're they're just odd very uncomfortable growing yeah. up watching those television shows and a weird memory it, it always stuck out and i just at the time, didn't really understand why. Yeah, now well, it's like, very clear what was in this. This one is like tangentially related, but he also has a weird obsession with hobo. Like they would call everyone hobos on every one of those shows. You know that? You remember that? Um, actually, now that you bring it up, yeah, it was like the go-to insult. And it's like kind of it doesn't feel in, weird in good spirit or anything. It well, Anderson instills yeah. in children to look down on. Yeah, the hobo. homeless. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like very strange. Side note: Have you watched the new iCarly show? <laughs> No, I've, I I've uh, moved past that era oh. of my life. No judgment, though. As you can tell, I'm stuck. <laughs> <laughs> There's you know? a five-year period where we just consistently live. We just stopped growing. Yeah. I would say... We're stuck in a time loop. 11 to 16 is my era. Yeah. You know, that's kind of where I'm where I'm stuck at, obviously. So I do think 
man, that Alcarla shit looks good. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Maybe that's just me. I Can know. I ask you all about a show? Yeah, please. What do you all think of BoJack Horseman? I haven't watched enough of it to give a full, you know, sort mm-hmm. of analysis. I mean, I'm already assuming it's negative. I've watched the, <laughs> or not. the first it's season in its entirety, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very, very dark. Yeah. We're very, like, especially on this podcast, we... We're very transparent about our emotions and, and vulnerabilities, vulnerability, mm-hmm. and, and that sort of stuff, and the transparency of it all. And BoJack Horseman, at least from the stuff I've seen of it, mm-hmm. is that way too. It's very transparent and sort of analyzes the emotions of BoJack and kind of what it's like to be a miserable person. And I found know. it kind of cathartic at times, but I, it I could is, definitely see that. Yeah, but it is very like I remember on one of the newer seasons, like I had to stop because it was just getting. Like, yeah. it was starting to affect me mo- emotionally, so right. it was like, eh. Like, in a way that you cared so much about it, so it hurt you to see the characters go through things, or because you related too much? Both. Okay. Yeah. I, I suffer from that, too, the, the both of them, really, but, like, with The Office or a show like that where I care so much mm-hmm. about what's going mm-hmm. on, I do get emotionally devastated. Like, you, you don't watch Loki, right? No. You, you haven't seen any Marvel movies, right? Not really. Yeah, there's a moment in the most recent episode of Loki, episode four, where one of my favorite people like dies, and I literally screamed. <laughs> like it was like four a.m. You're invested, and we're on Xbox. Yeah. Like, no, like I was, I was heartbroken, genuinely. Mm-hmm. You know, and like that's what it is, though. Like I, I feel so attached to so many characters when I invest time and effort into a show. And why wouldn't you if you're going to invest time into something? But too attached. Yeah. Where they're like friends of mine and they don't exist. Right, yeah. yeah. And that's the case with like just the celebrities themselves. You can son- you can kind of sometimes get attached to their personalities yeah. and things. Yeah. Like, like or, or even podcasters like, like Mark Maron or Kevin mm-hmm. Smith and just mm-hmm. people that are very themselves all the time. Well, it makes them and human. You, yeah, it, yeah. yeah the, the particularly human examples of those, it's very easy to like almost feel like you're a distant friend to them mm-hmm. in this weird way and, and it's they very, don't know you and that, yeah and that's like you know Bo, Bo Burnham is someone that we both you know we both enjoy um, but he's very open and, and vulnerable all the time and that's something that it's very easy to relate to and he's right. brought up before in like specials and things like that that he has this weird relationship with all these people mm-hmm. and when he's playing live like he can he can break down on stage essentially and the only thing they can do is clap you know, this is like the you don't have any other way to interact Oof. as an audience with your yeah you know mm-hmm. this entertainer this person that you're yeah. that you're paying money to see yeah. and that's kind of like this weird well especially because to line. you it's a one on one relationship yeah you know everything about him and you know everything about yourself to him it's a one in a billion relationship he knows nothing about any one of any of us and doesn't know that any of us exist right yet he gives so much of himself but that creates this weird sort of relationship that's almost abusive emotionally abusive i think you know and that's why it's like terrifying in a way to get on here and be open about stuff and then i remember well no one's watching anyway (laughs) yeah yeah that's true that's very easy to kind of put in the back of your mind i feel like a lot of celebrities um struggle with that in the sense of like even if they're not um people that are very like outwardly deep or Mm -hmm. you know are transparent like you guys have been talking about I feel like um I don't know it's got to be exhausting to 
be admired by so many people, but they don't even really know anything yeah. about you. Like, it probably feels like a facade or imposter syndrome yeah. after a little bit. And then yeah. sometimes you just get resentful. Like, there are a lot of True. really, really famous people that absolutely despise the attention. They well, especially them. if you're wanting connection versus mm-hmm. just, like, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the other thing. That's what a lot of people kind of seek out from. And I remember Bill Murray said one time, like, as an actor, we don't get paid to act or to be on set we get paid to be famous. He's like, because that's where the work is. You, all the attention that you're going to have on yourself 24-7, you have to constantly think of how you're presented, who you're with, how it affects them, when you walk down the street, all of that. That's what they get paid for, mm-hmm. not the actual work. And like that changed my perspective on it. Because people say all the time, oh, you get to go hang out on a beach and get paid for it, you know, like Adam Sandler. Right. But like that's, it is what it is. But at the same time, it's not. It's giving away your life. Yeah. yeah. No, it, it, it really is. Because you yeah. kind of have to... I mean, if you want to be loved by people, you literally have to watch every single thing that you're doing. Yeah. Well, and you even got to think, too, like, you know, when you sign on the dotted line to be a celebrity, you give your life away for the rest of eternity. Because we're still talking about Shakespeare. We are yeah. still analyzing Shakespeare, mm-hmm. thinking about controversies regarding Shakespeare, the things he could have done, could have said, was he even real? Like, that sort of stuff that's what you know you're you're giving away you know like if we were you know became super famous or whatever and then we died and then 300 years from now they're still talking about like the lowly fledgling mm-hmm. podcast from kentucky you know like that's that's what we signed up for it's kind of like you, you saw coco right yeah. yeah is that one that you've happened to you come across it? that yeah. one's really good Jeez. so i i don't know that i want to say too much and spoil it because it is it's a very mm-hmm. emotional film it's but about- it plays about it plays with the ideas of memory, yeah. like oh. before and after death. Well, okay. and like legacy. Legacy is you know, a big how thing. you're remembered when you're dead. Mm-hmm. But it's like a very sweet way, mm-hmm. and also a very terrifying way. Yeah, and it's one that I do kind of believe in. You know, because I think the, so the too, world's yeah. the same before you get here, mm-hmm. and it's really going to be the same after you leave. It just depends on what you can do when you're there, and more importantly, the impact you can have on people while you're here. And that's, you know, Coco. It's really good. You but I'm glad that it. they put, a, like, a sweet spin on it, you know? Yeah, it's it's not um, at all, like, depressing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's it's very, like, positive spin on death. You know, I, mm-hmm. I think especially for kids to say, hey, just because you're dead doesn't mean you're gone. You know, like, that sort of stuff. It's a really sweet movie. Um, but, you know, you should watch it. Yeah, I, definitely watch I it. I was talking to someone... Uh, not that long ago about how a lot of um disney movies like have really like horrific tragic things that happen in them and it it was kind of like did did walt like go for the like hey let's uh give parents less that they need to explain and we'll just create a disney movie that kind of talks about yeah probably he was probably like you know what let's let's fuck some shit up yeah Yeah. let's do let's make some let's change some lives in the worst possible way because i've actually been watching all the disney movies this year yeah i did bambi the other day alice in wonderland peter pan cinderella cinderella's fucked i like it's a good movie i'm saying it's just like Like the plot yeah story yeah sleeping beauty is also very yeah very weird that one yet that's the one i haven't seen it's it's very dark I mean, I know she goes to sleep forever and then, yeah. like, gotta get kissed to w- wake up and Maleficent's kind of like a bitch. Yeah, it's that, that whole, the ki- the kissing dynamic is very weird and, yeah. yeah. Well, and I think it's harmful, like, in, in terms of the, 
you know, woman relies on man to, you know, do stuff for her. I see people complain about that a lot. Um, what's the one where they got a Snow White? The dwarves. Yeah, yeah the dwarves mm-hmm. one, yeah. I, was, I haven't seen Snow White either, though. Was yeah. that the first one? I don't know. It's one of the older I think it is. It might one. be the first one, yeah. I was about to say, I'm pretty sure that's the first one. But I haven't seen that. The only ones that, like, the ones that I truly, genuinely think are incredible mm-hmm. are Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland is a really good one. I fucking love Alice in Wonderland. I think it's such a, like, I read the book a Mm -hmm. long time ago, and the book had a a big impact on me. I think there's a lot of great, you know, things to be said in that movie about growing up and time and emotions and all that sort of stuff. The movie does have that, but not as much, as much as I think the world is just so incredible. Like, Mm -hmm. the colors, the characters, the settings you know the the powers that certain characters have the the politics you know with the fucking big queen like i think i just think it's such a a great movie in general and it wasn't following like the stereotypical um other disney movies as far as like disney princess-esque you know yeah and and you know it really breaks that sort of mold in a lot of ways just you know it doesn't take place on earth you know like there Mm -hmm. are supernatural elements to it but it's in its own shit Still haven't seen the live action ones though, the Johnny Depp's. I've got. Oh, one. I've seen. I know you one. saw the second one at the. Yeah, end. yeah, and I always forget that I did. Yeah. Because it's such a. I, I might have been the only one of the only people in the theater too, because it wasn't. Oh. I don't think it did super well at the box office. Yeah, I don't know. I, I They're strange. I want to say. I mean, it was They're like you strange. were saying earlier, like visually interesting movies. Mm-hmm. Like those are kind of not the best, but the most interesting. And I think those Tim Burton, Alice in Wonderland movies are like the epitome of visually interesting. Oh no, Tim Burton movies are. He's a weirdo too. They're like very him. cool, but strange they're also guy. very creepy. Like sometimes they're hard to watch. But I think that's like the fact that it can make me feel anything like that. You know. Yeah. Is kudos to yeah. It's, Tim he's probably wanting to achieve that sort yeah. of uncomfort yeah. I mean that's just discomfort. kind of the general well, he vibe did, he's going for he did the live action Dumbo did you see that Mm-mm. did you see that I didn't nope. either sorry Tom <laughs> <laughs> that'd be alright <laughs> sorry brother uh, I did watch Beetlejuice for the first time last year oh how'd you like that I loved it yeah that was awesome I think that movie's great Michael Keaton kills it Michael like, Keaton so, but like even Alec Baldwin and Gina Davis yeah like Gina Davis for starters is like love of my life but she, her and Alec Baldwin's characters, I think, make the movie fun. You know, like Beetlejuice, kind of a bad guy, kind of a good guy, you know, certain parts. Yeah. But like, they're the ones that make it fun. And then Winona Ryder's great in it, too. Um, great fucking movie, man. I need to rewatch that. I, I remember, guess, uh, oh, what were you going to say? I was going to say, I guess you haven't seen his Batman movies, right? No. I mean, it's like it's been a really long time. Right. But again, I was clear about this before. I no, you're right. That's and fair. That's fair. That's on us, truly. <laughs> we're like, we're going to move on from, yeah. from the movies. How into television shows are you? I'm pretty big into television shows. Like, yeah. I feel like I'm a binge watcher. How many? So give give us some of your favorites. Your, your The top hits. I mean, The Office, Parks Great. and Rec. Great. Um, I really liked Breaking Bad. Great. Um, the box set's up there. I don't. I don't think you can see it on the shelf, but uh, yeah, I got the barrel. Yeah. You know the barrel he puts the cash in. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like they put the whole series inside the barrel, and it comes with a Los Pollos cool. Hermanos robe, mm-hmm. which is well, you can see it peeking out right there. But there's it comes with a lot of cool shit. Yeah. yeah. I'm a big like. Obviously, I'm a big movie TV show collector. Um, but when a TV show's finished, I love the box sets that they put out and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like, did you ever watch Dexter? I did. 
All of it? I can't say that okay. for sure. You know I liked how, it, though. You know how he has, like, the box of, like, the blood slides from every victim he kills? Mm-hmm. They made, like, that, except gigantic, and each blood slide was, like, a disc for the, the show. Oh. Like, for each season. That's cool. Yeah, it was, like, super dope. Like, I, I love that shit. Like, I think it's so cool. Um, like, but The Sopranos one I have, like, The Sopranos is the greatest TV show ever, but it's just, like, a generic box with mm-hmm. the cases. And like that disappoints me, you know. Yeah, because they could have done a, something. A fun way to could have done like a gun or a yeah. gun case, you know, like cool. a logo. Like there's some cool shit yeah. you could have done other than just box. Kind of give you like a mob feel. Yeah, yeah, and like Game of Thrones, there's a few box sets out there. Like I love Steelbook, so I've got the Steelbook set. But they put out this like wooden shadow box set mm-hmm. where like it's like a, I don't know if it's like faux wood or whatever the fuck. But it's like got a leather strap on the front, and you put the hand of the kingpin through oh, it cool. to like lock it. And you take it out, and like each season is like this massive, like shadow box esque thing with this cool art specific, and like different animals represent the family. It doesn't sound cheap. Oh, it was like three hundred bucks. Yeah. It Ooh. dropped because no one. Did was they include it. their Game yeah. of Thrones wine as well? <laughs> they did not. You've had that. Though, yeah, right? they had a Game of Thrones like stout. Mm-hmm. Terrible. I mean, it was really bad. I yeah. got it. I got an entire bottle, you know, like a like mm-hmm. a wine glass or a wine bottle for like eight dollars, and I was like, surely this is not an indication of quality, right? So I I bought it, and it was an indication of quality. It was not good. Mm. I, I was reading. <laughs> did a, you at least keep the bottle, like just? For... I did for a while. Mm-hmm. When when I moved apartments, it honestly probably got got yeah. tossed. Got destroyed. But someone I was reading someone on on online that works in like licensing and marketing for like merchandise mm-hmm. and they were saying what happened with game of thrones after the season eight finale mm-hmm. was like one of the biggest declines in interest in merchandise oh. that they've ever seen like hbo was trying to make deals with stores afterwards for like upcoming shows mm-hmm. that like like spinoffs for game of thrones and the stores were like we're not interested and HBO was like, we'll put it in there for free. And the stores were still like, no, we're not interested. Because no, like they have tons and pi- like just massive yeah. fucking piles of merchandise that no one's buying. That's insane. Because the show tanked the, the popularity so much. The, uh, That's, ooh. And it's sad. Yeah. Well, it's sad. crazy too because I don't know if you've ever seen it advertised, but like the key of a, like key notice of a dead brand is when there starts to be generic games in the app store that is the same engine uh, as a hundred other games that they just put the brand on right game of thrones has like 10 of them yeah like There's so you really know that like no one gives a fuck anymore it's re- yeah it's really really it's sad. sad yeah it's so funny especially because you can make a cool game of thrones game yeah you could have you watched game of thrones no okay move on i, <laughs> I was on. about to spoil the fuck yeah out of game of thrones i just know that there's a lot of incest in that movie there are but yeah dragons titties incest death mm-hmm. yeah those are the four. Right? And disappointment. And disappointment. That, one. disappointment. that one's huge. Oh, yeah. Big, huge. Big part of season eight is being let down. Yeah. Unfortunately. Um, Breaking Bad, though, does not let you down at any point. No. Breaking Bad, I remember whenever I was going through that series the first time, um, obviously, like, I do kind of get why people... Um, like, there are some people that just are just like, I will not watch that show. Because yeah. it is very slow. Yeah. in the beginning but i remember at one point i was like neglecting sleep so that i could just so could like watch keep it. watching yeah. yeah and i'm kind of beating myself up because i want to watch better call saul oh, 
Is so it good? It's so fucking I imagine good, dude. It would be. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, I I give Vince Vince Gilligan the utmost respect for being able to consistently yeah. create or guide at least because he, he obviously worked with a team of writers for everything. Mm-hmm. So like he he doesn't deserve all the credit necessarily. I don't want to like you know shit on that his team. Right. But as a as a guiding principle, it's astounding the level of consistency consistency that he's able to deliver with those shows mm-hmm. and like. Saul Goodman or Jimmy McGill or whoever you want to call him has become one of my favorite characters because of this show. And it's a little weird right now because at this point, I think Saul almost has more screen time than Walt. He has oh, to. Okay. In the in the series. Because that makes sense, though. Yeah, like he's got his own show mm-hmm. that's equal to Breaking Bad and he's a side character in yeah. Breaking Bad, so he has to have more time. Yeah. yeah. And like I don't... Because Breaking Bad has six technical seasons, right? Mm-hmm. Five. And then five, 5A and 5B. Right, yeah. They were aired I, two years ago. I want to call that six seasons. To me, it's six seasons. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It's six seasons. Yeah. Six seasons of time, right, we mm-hmm. get with Walt. Plus a few, I don't know how much screen time Saul has if you add it all together. He comes in in season three, right? Yes. Like midway season three. It might, hmm, might even be season two. Might be, I don't remember. It's somewhere in there. It's like so se- between season two, you got to rewatch it because you got to watch El Camino. Did you watch El Camino? The yeah. movie. That's okay. That's I fine. didn't watch you it. Either. You don't need to really. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you were more interested in what happens to Jesse after the season finale or the series finale of Breaking Bad, yeah. this is a good like. Okay. It's a good closure for him. Yeah. And you get to see you know other fun characters as well. I'm not going to spoil anything at all. Mm-hmm. Please, um, don't. yeah, <laughs> please. No, no, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I watched the first two seasons of Better Call Saul. And I actually liked it better than Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. And, like, I love Breaking Bad. Um, didn't end up, you know, keep watching it for whatever reason. But I want to re- I want to start it over again and finish it. But I also want to rewatch Breaking Bad. Oh, like, do so, it all in one. Yeah. And like, I get that. Honestly, there, you, there's something to be said about watching Saul all the way through and then starting Breaking Bad. That's what I wanted. Yeah. You know, which sucks because there's still another season of Better Call Saul to come out. They're shooting it right now. So, okay. Maybe yeah. beginning of next year, like That's April a good next sign, year. Yeah. I'm really hopeful because COVID really kind of set them back. Mm-hmm. I think we'd probably be watching season six right now mm-hmm. if it weren't for COVID, which I'm trying not to dwell on that too much. That but hurts, yeah. there's some insane shit that happens. In so, this what last I'll season. do then is when season six premieres, I'll start. Better Call Saul, watch it all the way through, watch it as it's airing, yeah, and that's then immediately fire up Breaking Bad, and then do the, the show at the end. That's, mm. There it is. Because where they're setting up, like, Saul, as mm-hmm. you know, as his character, when we see him in, in uh, Breaking Bad, I'm just yeah. really... There's, like, some sort of gap they've got to close, yeah. and I want to see what that gap is. Yeah. Oh, man. It's like insane. That. I mean, I do have three more shows, so I can oh, at least yeah. oh, please. seem yeah. like I'm... Yeah. You know, I don't just live under a rock. No, we like it, yeah. Uh, Patrick Starr. Yeah, yeah, we love SpongeBob. I mean, I'm I'm all right with being compared to Patrick Starr. Yeah, there you go. So you watch Community, right? Oh, yes. Do you? No. Do you like it? It's one of my favorite shows of all time. That show is... super quickly. Um... Actually, four shows. Did you all watch uh, Third Rock from the Sun? No. I have. Not all the way through. That that show is like... That's a hidden gem, I feel like. At it least is. at this point. Yeah, like maybe not when it was on, but mm-hmm. like I love John Lithgow, like mm-hmm. the you know the dad in that show, and like he's great in Dexter, one of the greatest parts of Dexter. Um, did you know they're doing another season of Dexter, by the way? No. Yeah, and he's gonna be in it like briefly. Oh, okay. Which is 
strange. But uh, back to the third arc from the sun. I love John Lithgow, but I also love Joseph Gordon-Levitt. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. In everything, but he's also the son in that show. Yeah. Which is awesome. So I've watched a lot of it on Netflix. I didn't watch it all the way through, but I like kind of skipped around just random episodes. Yeah. Fucking hilarious. It's, it's probably not still on Netflix, is it? No, I don't remember like where I watched it. I feel like it might have been on. Maybe it was Netflix, or maybe it was on Hulu too at one point. It might be on Hulu now. It's on something. I watched it on Netflix in 2015. 16. It's it's really tragic the fall of the Netflix, Netflix catalog because yeah. you used to be able to find everything on there. Everything used to be on everything. There. Yeah, the, I mean it was the one stop shop. Yeah. Do you and know the plot? The third hour from the third? Is it a family? Is it an alien family that has to yeah. live on Earth and yeah. kind of hide from the world? Yeah. Yeah. My dad likes that show. It's super funny. I mean, there's shows that I think are funny, but for me to like actually laugh out loud or like cry from yeah. laughing, that was one of those shows for me. Um, and then I like Arrested Development. Oh, yeah. Um, that's a great show. One Buster of my is <laughs> hilarious. Buster's I think great. one of my favorite scenes is whenever. Um, his mother, I hate that I can't remember her name. Lucille. Lucille. She goes out of town <laughs> and Buster's way, got, yeah. yeah, seriously. Um, Buster's got the place to himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's one of my yeah. favorite scenes. Did you watch season five? Did you finish the show totally? Yeah, I didn't like, I mean, a lot of people didn't feel that great about Most people hated it. that season. Like, so four, I'm okay with. Five, I actually loved because mm-hmm. I just watched it and like it. It felt closer to what the original show was than four did, and mm-hmm. I love the courtroom drama, you know, yeah, about, you know Lucille Ostero and stuff. Um, but that show to me is like, I don't want to say it's like the funniest show ever, mm-hmm. but I think it might be. Like, it, I, I think it's the most clever show I've ever seen. Like they they start setting up jokes that are going to pay off in season three and season one. Yeah, like, that's no, it's how, very cl- like it's clever. It's, it's very yeah, clever. like the loose seal, mm-hmm. you know, with Buster's hand and his mom Lucille. Like, I I think it's just so smart. And when I watch a show like that, I feel rewarded. Mm-hmm. Like as a viewer, I feel like thank you for watching. Here's your reward for paying attention. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, I've watched the first two seasons of that show probably ten times. And then I always fall off around three, and then I I don't watch four that often. But I do love. I actually have a bunch of the Funko Pops right there. Oh, it's George Michael, and then Michael, and I've got Tobias. Oh, you've got <laughs> Oscar, yeah, <laughs> or not Oscar, uh, George Senior. Love that. Yeah, I have a Tobias in jean shorts. Yes. Oh yeah, that That's, is. Yeah. We took that what out. What was of here. that called again in the in the show? Never knew. Never knew. There are dozens of us. Dozens. <laughs> dozens. Yeah, it's one of the greatest in, quotes. And one of the greatest casts. Too. Yeah, it's insane. I mean, looking at you know each one of them individually, the stuff they've gone on to do, mm-hmm. it, it's honestly incredible. Um, I want to watch Ozark, or Ozarks Ozark. with uh, Jason. I Bateman. watched part of Ozark. I would continue it. It kind of reminds me of Breaking Bad That's in what the I've sense heard, yeah. that it, I mean, it does kind of have like, you know. The family involved. crime thing. Yeah. Um, and it does have a slow start, but it has a lot of depth to it. And I think it would be worth yeah. like finishing. I love the color palette. Any, yeah. any yeah. image I see from that show, it's like mm-hmm. that washed out gray and blue. Dark blue. Yeah. I, I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, it does look great. It's shot really well. That's for sure. I'm trying to think. You, so you haven't seen Sopranos? No. You need to watch Sopranos. I would honestly make that like the next. If you, if you like binge watching. Yeah. If you like number one. Yeah. You yeah. got to watch 
Sopranos, especially just because I would love to talk about it. Yeah, and, you know, like I okay. love when people watch it, and I'm like, this thing. And like, there's real. They really do everything mm-hmm. in that show. They talk about race, politics, family, mm-hmm. like friendship. I mean, I feel like violence. it was a big hit yeah. for a reason, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, David Chase is an actual genius. Mm-hmm. Like, the way that he's able to construct this narrative over this set amount of time and craft all these different characters along with, you know, again, as whoever he worked with. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, it sucks. No, I, can't, I can't name any other writers on the show. With everything like that, there's always going to be a figurehead. Yeah. You know, someone yeah, that takes all the credit all the, yeah. and all the blame. Right. You know what Exactly, I mean? yeah. Vince Gilligan, David Chase... Benny Offenweiss, like yeah. there's always going to be, yeah, like there's always going to be someone like that. Yeah. Not to discredit anyone right. else involved. Absolutely, yeah. But you know, you don't, you just don't get to show no, you, yeah, love you to everyone right. unless you just generalize it. I do think it's kind of funny because my, um, my grandma, uh, she's not like a movie or TV show person, but mm. The Sopranos. She, yeah. Like, yeah, she had like collector stuff. I love it. Yeah. I love Maybe it. Maybe I could have her on. I was I... about to say, bring, <laughs> bring your grandma over yeah. and we'll fucking talk for hours okay. about Sopranos. Yeah. Maybe she was attached to the, you know, the organization in some way and yeah, she was like she's nostalgic. Think, honestly, I think she could get away with it. Like, yeah. She, oh, okay. she presents a nice enough facade, right. but hey. she, she's cooking up stuff. Grandma yeah. Chandler, yeah. you know, if you want to, <laughs> if you want to <laughs> come hang out and, and do the pod, you know, we, we won't kidnap you i love the tidbit that like the actual mafia thought that yeah someone was leaking information to the writers of the sopranos oh because it was so accurate to them and that's that's, i think that says a lot about how they're portrayed in that yeah. you know, and just over time it yeah, wouldn't absolutely. surprise me if like whoever was uh, directing the sopranos like sent someone out and they were like hey like you know just ca- maybe kind of go undercover collect some information not specifically yeah. to like yeah. call anybody out but to yeah, make it yeah, yeah. authenticity like, you know what we should write a movie where someone goes undercover with, with, like with the mob not for police stuff but to get knowledge to write it oh uh, you know and then when they figure uh, out what they're what doing that's, that's literally the... how i imagine the conversation went yeah, for right. the interesting yeah. we, need, we need you to go in there and just what do they say like how do yeah. they talk you know i wonder if we could write something like that and meanwhile Probably. that person that's just undercover is actually killing people and yeah, like, just involved in, like... them. yeah we'd have to we'd have to know the the topic oh, well yeah, no i don't know that I it, it, right like i don't know if there's any one of those type of things that i could write well enough but yeah with enough research we just watch the sopranos enough and just true copy that absolutely we'll just remake it yeah shot by shot line by line we've seen that doesn't work that doesn't work that doesn't work, that doesn't work. Uh, it do always psycho. ends up worse yeah really Something uh, that I'm sorry, go on. No, you're good. I was gonna ask you. Uh, something I'm kind of sad that we didn't do, even though it was a horrible place. <laughs> um, I really wish we would have. Like, um, I think I talked to you about it one day, and you, Maybe. but it was like kind of doing like an office intro mm, yeah. at our uh, old job because weren't yeah. they trying to like make a video they were, or something? Yeah. And that yeah. just I don't know having. Because we, we would have been able to make that. It would, it would have been, been funny. Fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Like, I think... Have you seen Office Space, the movie? No. Oh. I know, I know, I know, I know. That, I know. It, it will be kind of painful because <laughs> the, it's a comedy about what it's like to work in an office setting. Mm-hmm. And it it's nails so the realistic. environment I think I'm going to watch this whenever I get home. Cause, it's I mean, a short I've, watch. I've it's heard, easy. like, great things about it. You know what I mean? What's it's, it on? Hulu? I think it's on Netflix, maybe. It's definitely got to be on one of the two. I've got it. 
So. I've wa- I watched it very recently, like on a service. Went the, like Amazon when I watched Prime it. For the first. Too. Maybe yeah. honestly, it's it's on somewhere. It's the fu- I think it might be the funniest movie ever made. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm genuinely on the fence, but leaning towards it being the funniest thing ever made. Okay. Um, it's so good. I we yeah. would probably get into a debate about that versus airplane for me because I think airplane. I was just about to airplane, say airplane is like very very high up there. Yeah. It's, uh, it's such funny. a similar. Airplane shits on to... everybody. Like it, it's yeah. definitely like you know unsavory at times yeah. given the times, but at the same token, like it's <laughs> yeah. a really. I think good it movie. ages so well though. Because, yeah, one hundred percent. Because it, like that the the humor that could be considered unsavory. Yeah. It's like yeah. Even even making fun of that type of humor, mm-hmm. it's like just how well it kind of cannibalizes I mean, like, itself. I got airplane on the shelf. You know yeah, I, mean? like, oh, I love great. airplane. Yeah. I think for me, Office Space is so much more funny because I know the experience. Yeah. So to me, it's like I get it. I feel this. You know, whereas with airplane, it's like funny. Yeah. Right. I mean, like yeah. it's genuinely. Oh yeah, I guess that. Yeah. Like, airplane is fantastic. Humor. Airplane two is good too. I, I mean, haven't actually opinion. seen that one. Never seen Airplane two. Okay, see, I got. I'm kind of nervous. She beat because, us. Yeah, you know, this is her podcast now. Yeah, <laughs> the Just yeah. Chandler podcast. Have fun with no listeners. <laughs> <laughs> we'll listen. Yeah, yeah that's, that's all, two. I don't you know if I necessarily two. like need people to hear what I have to say, but that's true. There's one movie that I really want to watch just because it's known to be a train wreck, but there's also people that say that they think it was planned this way but the room i was just about to say the room. uh yeah we watched that i love watching clips from that it is without a doubt the worst film ever made Mm -hmm. like like no doubt in my mind the worst film ever made blood debts what about i was gonna say blood debts man blood debts is close that's one of the greatest endings (laughs) i've ever seen i will send you like a two-minute video on youtube okay. of just the ending because mm-hmm. i don't want to subject you to the movie the movie's but, the, that might be the worst thing i've ever seen because that one's not even entertaining the room no. is at least entertaining mm-hmm. but it's like the the dub is wrong you know like you can't you the the words aren't matched up with their mouths oh yeah, yeah. no um, the whole thing is like a dumpster fire come in and out that don't belong there random animals show up at different points just everything about it is the worst. Some of the worst acting mm-hmm. ever. The worst you know, acting editing ever. is terrible. The Camera room or this other show. movie? This other movie. The room is uh, like poorly. Yeah. Like oh yeah, no. Yeah. I don't want to give the room credit. Mm-hmm. It, no, but I'm at talking least about the room. okay. Yeah, I think yeah. It's, Oh, it's so bad. But they made a movie about the making of the room, The Disaster Artist, with like Seth Rogen and James Franco. And See, I don't want to watch that. I like I Seth Rogen, it's good, but yeah. I just don't want to watch it. It's some... good. It, it, you don't have to watch it, but if you enjoy the room, mm-hmm. then it's like worth watching. Okay. Because it's like it gives behind the scenes stuff. It gives but, behind yeah. the scenes stuff, but you. It's also fun to be like, oh, that's you know this part, and like mm-hmm. you know Franco, for as much of a scumbag as he is, plays a really great Tommy Wiseau. Like he's really good at it. Yeah. So. And they recreate like a lot of the movie, like shot for shot. Like, but with, like, those actors. And then okay. they, like, at the end, they play it side by side with the room. Mm-hmm. So, like, fun. Get to That's see really it. fun. I love, give me a reason to watch the end credits past yeah. just interest in, oh, this person did this. Yeah. Like, it's like bloopers yeah, are a thing yeah. that don't get played over the credits anymore, which mm-hmm. I really wish they would bring back. I mean, I, I don't know why no, I, they just ditched it. I mean, I, I just I, watched all three Rush Hours and yeah. the credits yeah. you know, have bloopers in them, so I was glued to it. And so I, I love... Some of the Pixar movies have yeah, bloopers definitely. that you have to. Obviously, you can't have bloopers in animated stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, I love that 
that yeah. idea. It's so fun. To just yeah. fucking animate. Well, and then they stopped doing it. And Yeah, and that's also a relic of the time because right. even Pixar stopped. Oh, that's fucking true. Yeah, they stopped when it stopped being popular. Because, like, I can imagine yeah. a kid or, you know, someone that just doesn't pay attention to that stuff right. watching through, and then there's bloopers over the end credits. That may, they it's might have this weird used, disconnect, yeah. like, why are they... They created these bloopers. Like, I could see some sort of confusion. Well, even if there's not bloopers anymore, like, sometimes, like, they'll have additional parts from the movie or just... um, Yeah, like like a mid-credit scene or even, like, just graphics. And so I kind of feel the need to hang back sometimes because I don't want to miss something. And there's times where I have, like... You know, right. no. There's times where I've stayed, and I'm really oh, glad that I did because rewarded. everybody else has left, and I'm right. like, okay. I give Marvel a lot of credit for, yeah, kind of tricking people into staying mm-hmm. past into the credits in other films that aren't even Marvel. Yeah, because I know it's like, dude. Even I, even a lot of Marvel movies have adopted that end credit or mid credit sequence. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. when yeah. I we saw will stick around. when I saw 1917 with my dad at Engine, he goes, "Is there a scene after that?" <laughs> Oh my god! That's like, hilarious. I was like, no, Dad. This is it's like it's a like a clip world. from World War Two. Yeah, he was like, he just finished. He goes, is there a scene after? This? That's amazing. <laughs> I was like, no, yeah. Dad, it's just not. And a lot of that's Marvel because one hundred percent. You know, they, well, because especially kings of because that stuff. I made him watch all the Marvel movies. Yeah, and he'd be like, all right. And I'm like, stop. What What are you doing? We're 17 movies into this franchise, and you're still getting up at the credits. Like, what are you doing? He doesn't Uh, mess around. How many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man? Exactly, yeah. Um, That's funny. What was the last movie you saw in theaters? Um, Was it pre-pandemic? I think the last movie was Lady Bird. Oh, oh that's like <laughs> that's what is that 2017 yeah yeah four years I, it could have been like i told you i yeah. like to go to the movie theater right no actually the last one i saw was the joker i think oh okay that was 2019 that yeah. was pre-pandemic yeah, yeah so that was definitely probably the last one but as far as like i don't know the joker that movie itself isn't one that i would like typically be like oh this is something that i would be into right, but right, i liked right. you know joaquin yeah, I liked Joaquin, and then just the general like darkness. Yeah, like it wasn't. I don't know. I love that movie. I think it's phenomenal. Uh, That's really good. Yeah. Well, did I tell you guys about my horrible experience at the theater during that movie? I think you did. Yeah, because we also had a horrible experience. <laughs> yeah. With just fucking horrendous anxiety. Creepy people. Yeah, know? it's like that. It's so it's it's fucked up because that kind of movie draws out the the yeah. real strange people yeah. from the depths of the internet that oh, resonate with the joker as a character in the worst ways Mm -hmm. and for the worst reasons so it's very it can be very uncomfortable going to a theater yeah and seeing one of those movies just because you're anybody could could do anything nervous yeah you're just nervous all the time that everybody's a fucking someone could attempt to be the joker oh no i really thought like there was gonna be a theater shooting yeah um at, at just we got there when no one was in the theater yet yeah it was just me and trevor and then Uh instantly these this couple comes in and they sit right next to us that's the Aww. worst that's the worst Aww. empty theater and it's not etiquette. even like you know Aww. i feel like the spot we had was good but i'm not thinking it's a prime spot you yeah. know what i mean and then just this the the woman didn't bother me but the guy he was yeah off yeah very yeah. off do you remember like like a specific part where he oh was... yeah <laughs> oh we had to do laughing in our yeah. theater oh okay. no so this is this is that guy except it was like whenever um spoilers 
Yeah. It, it was whenever the Joker shot himself on the TV show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or shot De Niro. Yeah, shot De Niro. Right. Um, Great. One, of the, I think one of the greatest scenes yeah. in movie history. I love yeah. that scene so much. So everybody was taken aback, but this guy was like hysterically, like maniacally oh, laughing. That's super cringe. Like, like took up the whole theater. And then previously throughout the movie, like anytime something really like... Yeah. fucked up and dark happened he would like maniacally laugh we yeah. had a fucking we, yeah. we weren't kept... in the same theater were we <laughs> but could have been the same where guy did, where did you see it at yeah which theater did you see? um it was uh the one off um baxter no no okay yeah, good no. good i was gonna say because we we saw ours on the one that's off preston yeah oh okay the, the, yeah the so like well because yeah. we lived down the street right like, yeah i would walk so all the time. that would have been crazy though if we had been at the same theater yeah. and we didn't even know there was one time him and i were in the same movie and didn't realize it until after oh yeah, really Godzilla. that's cool yeah, yeah Godzilla. like i cool. went with my family and he went with his family and i love that we like i'm walking out and he's walking out and we're like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck yeah <laughs> i mean this was we were sophomores in high yeah. school probably yeah. yeah like still friends and hang, hung out yeah. all the time just you know didn't say anything about it's it like walk out, hang out. <laughs> we're like oh shit what'd you yeah. think sucked yeah me too yeah. <laughs> and that's brian it. cranston wasn't in it nearly enough yeah i went out at the beginning elizabeth Olsen though i forgot she was even in that oh. Her and aaron taylor johnson it took me a long time to realize she was even related to the other Olsen. Really? yeah yeah, yeah. I, I mean yeah it was like last year or a year and a half ago what? Was, yeah Oh my god! I didn't know she existed. Yeah, like I just assumed it was those two, promo. and I was like, "Oh, she yeah. kind of looks like them." Yeah. I just didn't fucking put it together. Yeah, hmm. I'm in love with her. So yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, she's my she's my favorite amongst a few other ladies. Most of them, like I, I think any woman that exists, I'm like, yeah, we're together. <laughs> uh, not really. <laughs> no actual kidnapping right. is happening here. Um, back to TV shows, though. Do you think you're more inclined to watch something like a BoJack Horseman where it's personal and emotional or something like a Breaking Bad or Ozark where it's drama, crime, intense? It is heavily based on my mental state at the time. Mm. There you go. Um, because, like, already in day-to-day life, mm-hmm. like, if I'm surrounded or if I'm stuck in situations where it's stressful and... Um, taxing Mm -hmm. like it's hard for me to get out of that mentally so like why would i want to put myself into a show just more of the same yeah unless it can be somewhat cathartic then that's different but true yeah i feel like a lot of the time like when i ghost on people Mm -hmm. it's because like i'm just am feeling too many things that right don't necessarily have anything to do with me emotional overload yeah no i get that so does that make you rewatch shows like the office or parks and rec or something like that yeah no definitely i love i don't feel like you all have ever talked about it and i don't expect you to really be into it but i personally Mm. love the seven that 70s show oh i love it yeah i i um grew up watching that show same every day after school yeah it was yes on abc family yes i remember that the times for shit that would come on and like if a commercial would come on yeah turn to something else and then like foot back no i i like um i really the dynamic kind of 
hits home with me because my grandpa is literally Red Foreman. My it. grandma is literally Kitty Foreman. And I, I, I identify with Eric <laughs> Foreman. So yeah. I just love that show. No, it shows great. It, the last season sucks. It's so bad. bad. Yeah. It doesn't have Kutcher or what's his name? What, was, Grace. what was the character's name? Lenny or Kenny? or There what was the a Randy was that was annoying. Randy. Randy yes. Yeah. They tried to fucking turn... Him Topher Grace and Ashton Kutcher into one person. Mm-hmm. And oh, he was so. Well, boring. and he's Seth Meyers' brother. Oh, shit. His name is Josh Myers. Wow. Yeah. I could see it. Yeah. I could see the resemblance. I for lost sure. interest whenever Donna's hair went blonde. I feel like that's when the show oh, like, changed. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good, yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. And, well, and then that, and also, like, I don't like when shows will just have, like, that, like in Parks and Rec, when, uh, and starts dating Tom. And it's like, why would Anne date Tom? Yeah. So, like, yeah. in that 70s show when Jackie dates fucking Fez. Mm-hmm. Like, stuff like that. I'm like, why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Like, that doesn't make any sense. They, they're they not compatible. You know right. what I mean? It's like, why? And then, like, Friends when Rachel starts to date Joey. That was that was. It's bad like, why? Weird, you, yeah. you, what the? What? You're kind of grasping at straws at that point. Yeah, it's just like, okay, I can, I can tell that they ran out of steam. But... Like, I think, you know, the first three or four seasons of that 70s show are incredible. You know, I love Eric and Donna's relationship. Mm-hmm. I think Hyde is one of the funniest characters ever. Sucks at the actors, like yeah. a rapist, Scientologist, yeah. like, bad person. But, you know. Sometimes you gotta uh, separate the art from <laughs> yeah. the... Sometimes you have to. Just watch it and right. not think of them as people, but as characters. Yeah. Right, I mean, yeah, because, like, they, they, you know, they're just... The, the visual yeah mm-hmm. right the actual story happens in this other world but yeah. this person doesn't doesn't really matter they're just the medium yeah that it channels through the words right. come out into into the show um god i fucking hate that so much sorry bro no i mean just because it happens so often it's not that i don't want to know about these things you know oh, yeah because yeah. it's important but it's like there's so many artists and um yeah. like comedians and actors actors actresses because i mean they still do fucked up shit but it's um it sucks (laughs) well and i think that's why it's important to not like buy into like idol culture and Mm -hmm. you know like we said earlier you get attached to people's personalities like a paul rudd or matthew mcconaughey or keanu reeves or like whoever the fuck and i'm not saying anything bad about those three but you never know what they're like behind closed doors because at the end of the day all that we see of them are what they want us to see of them you know, yeah. at the end of the day, they're still playing a character just in front of did, our cameras. Did you all see? There was a clip of uh, Justin Bieber that went viral recently of uh-huh. some fans waited outside his house. Oh, I heard, I read an article and about this. They, he walks up and they were like, can I get a hug? And they're like, they're younger. I mean, they might be from 13 to 20, like mm-hmm. somewhere in that age range. But he's like super respectfully about it. He's like, hey, you know, I get it. That this is my house. Like you oh, can't okay. be here. Like good for him. I really know, like this is that. you know at the, if, at the end of the day you you know you work and you want to come home you just want to relax and he's mm-hmm. like I, I don't appreciate you being at my house. Yeah. He was like very diplomatic and That's respectful. Good. And at the end they were like, so can I get a hug? And I'm like oh. <laughs> and he just walks inside. I was about to say I would have been. But he no. handled himself very well. Like he's. That's awesome. It yeah, sucks that's like because he he he's done a bunch of stupid shit obviously yeah. but he yeah. he grew up. In this, yeah, in this world mean, of like people telling him you are the best thing to ever fucking happen to this planet, like yeah. you're God, all this other stuff. That's you're gonna get affected by that. No well, matter who you wasn't are. his mentor Usher? Yeah, who's a bit of a scumbag. Oh yeah, absolutely. In his own right, was he the guy that called someone back? T Pain. Yeah. The- <laughs> 
T-Pain just talked about it. Usher literally had a flight attendant wake T-Pain up and bring him to the back of the plane just to tell T-Pain he ruined music. Like, oh my and they God. were like friends. Yeah. Like he's T-Pain said like this flight attendant woke him up. She's like, hey, Usher wants to see you in the back. Like Usher owns the plane or something. Yeah. So T-Pain goes back and he's like, what's up, dog? And he's like, hey, man, I was just saying about this. I think you ruined the music industry. <laughs> oh, T-Pain my was God. Like, what? And he's like, yeah, I think because you use autotune so much, I think you negatively affected everything and just ruined it for the rest of us. <laughs> T-Pain was like... Says the man that leaked his own, like, dick pic. That, and he gave oh, a bunch of women herpes, knowingly, mm-hmm. went to a strip Allegedly. club and used fake money with his face on it, spent, like, I think it was like $20,000 in a strip club of fake money that they did. <laughs> oh, yes, I remember that. Is technically I rape. That. I mean, that's sexual assault. Because the whole point of that transaction what? of them grinding up on you is because they're going to get paid. But if you're not paying them, then you trick them in yeah. the sex stuff. Yeah. That, and you literally have the money. And you got the fucking money. Or he doesn't actually have the money. And yeah, he's maybe he like, But yeah, why the fuck would he think that that's... And given, I saw a picture of one. It's pretty... Yeah, it's, it's like his disturbing. face on the dollar bill. That's so gross allegedly scum (laughs) allegedly i don't need him suing us (laughs) if usher finds us and is like i'm taking you motherfuckers to court can't be too careful i will frame the yeah, that would be subpoena. sick. Yeah. <laughs> Frame it. Say, this is what happened. Look at this. Just imagine, we could get T-Pain's lawyers to help us out, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Offer his legal team. If that happens, I swear to you, if this whole scenario happens where Usher, Susan, T-Pain helps us out, we will do a full podcast in audio tune. I would yes. love to say yes. We will do a full podcast in audio Yes. Dude. Well, look, I'm picturing, 100%. like, you know, they're going to have to record us for, like, but yeah. they're going to auto tune. That's incredible. Yeah. I'm in on that. Uh, Let's we would sound out. good. We we'll would we, we can actually sing. Campaign hashtag just mash T yeah. <laughs> Have you have you? Uh, I know you haven't watched the Make Happy Bo Burnham special on yeah. Netflix. There's a scene in or towards the end he does like he he talks about how Kanye gets up on stage and he's just like talking about all his problems, but mm-hmm. in auto tune. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen it, that. Like he yeah, actually did that. Yes, okay. Kanye does it, but Bo Burnham like imitates it in a in a like poking fun way but mm-hmm. he also like actually creates this beautiful piece of art with yeah. it yeah and I lo- he's like one of the only people that can simultaneously make fun and also utilize the art form in a meaningful way and like okay. pay respect to it yeah I, although Brilliant. i will say when kanye does it i think it's oh yeah even even when, it kanye when kanye does, does it does and it's it. probably like why bo does that is because yeah, it's no, a very because he it's, probably respects the, oh yeah absolutely you know, or if he's just making fun of right it. Going back to, like, kind of what Justin Bieber did, um, yeah. but this is, like, Kanye. Um, nah, yeah, he's a very problematic person. So this is, like, it's obnoxious, but at the same time, I kind of respect Kanye for doing this. Mm-hmm. So there was a time whenever he went to um, a restaurant. I don't know if it was, like, with friends or his family, but everybody, as soon as he walked in, like, they're trying to take pictures, record videos, and he's, like, this, like, I guess in his head, he's kind of like, this is annoying. Like, I really just want to... So he gets on the table, and he says, anybody that wants a picture, do it now, because I'm trying to enjoy my time with, like... And I... It's obnoxious, but I kind of respect that. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's what you have to do in a situation like that, or what i would do is say okay group photo everyone gather around yeah we're all gonna take this picture together someone mm-hmm. posts it on twitter you all follow him and you take it yeah that's it don't speak to me the rest of this fucking yeah. time yeah or if you want to pay me two hundred dollars i'll spend three minutes talking <laughs> to you 
So if you pay me 200 yeah. bucks, we can have a quick conversation. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're not doing that, get the fuck away from yeah. me. Yeah. You know? it's but just... at the same time, as a Kanye West, if you go to a restaurant with a bunch of people, you got to know that they're going right, to yeah. surround you and say, like, hey, what's up? You know what I mean? Like, granted, that doesn't give them the right necessarily. But it's just an expectation. It's an expectation. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm like, you're putting yourself in that situation. And it's like, 100%. You're you going into to, public. Yeah. Just because it's not right doesn't mean it's not realistic. Yeah. You know, like, and if you go out there with a chip on your shoulder to prove a point, you're going to have a bad time. Yeah. You're going to have a bad time. Yeah. Like, you're going to have, have a time. bad time. I imagine, like, you guys don't listen to Kanye West, right? No, I, I do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm have you heard Kanye the song West Through the Wire? Yeah. Yeah. He's got his mouth wired. No, that's, shit, like, so. amazing. Yeah, no. That I, is, like, a very. I think Kanye West is a, like, literal genius when yeah. it comes to music. Like, scumbag, sure, idiot, whatever, got issues, cool. Yeah. When it comes to purely making music, I think he's a fucking genius. No, he's very talented. It's just yeah. unfortunate, like... He's just a scumbag. Well, he's a scumbag, but also, like, it's really unfortunate how, like, he openly struggles with bipolar disorder but he has like an extreme yeah yeah version of well, it and like, i think like his family is failing him in a lot of aspects well because they're fixated on you know money everybody knowing everything about them and yeah. the, another thing i think that's harmful about kanye is like he's he's open about being bipolar and stuff but then he went as far as to say like no nah, i stopped taking medicine well that's the thing that happens with people who yeah. yeah creativity and i'm like i get that but like when you i think it's harmful to encourage other people to like Mm -hmm. not try and seek help for themselves you know what i mean yeah dude that's something that's really sad because people that struggle with like schizophrenia Mm -hmm. and like bipolar disorder and i'm sure even just like really severe depression Mm -hmm. um if they're you know um artistically like involved in something inclined um they have a tendency to go off their medication because they feel that it dulls that right. like unfortunately a lot of medicate or um art is created through sadness oh, so. right. pain is art pain, art is pain yeah. read any script that we've ever written <laughs> yeah that's sad where it all comes from you know yeah so i definitely relate to that you know but no i know you weren't saying anything to encourage anyone yeah, else that no, isn't that's, a right. creative yeah. genius yeah. not to do it it's like because if yeah if you like you look up to him yeah. and you you know you're an impressionable kid or mm-hmm. young adult or whatever and you think oh Connie's not going to take his meds yeah like, why, why should i why should i yeah. right because some kid definitely not that everyone's gonna said, do that yeah Kanye yeah. don't do it yeah like and it's like oh okay you're a lost cause yeah although i was a college dropout graduation 808s and heartbreak like some of the greatest albums of all time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I do genuinely love. Don't forget fantasy music. Might be, yeah, yeah, beautiful dark twist. That one's David. insane. That one's his best one. Like, yes, and no. I feel like as an entire work, maybe in terms of individual songs, I don't know. Mm. I would have to like, like do down, get academic with yeah. it. Listen, there, yeah, academic, fucking, yeah, yeah. Which is yeah. funny because he's got that the. Oh, the school trilogy shit. yeah you're right yeah College i thought year. that was intentional but i like that each yep. album yeah. is different in a way that because there's some artists where even though i really like their music mm. almost every album sounds the same, the same. yeah you that have can be to frustrating. evolve you know yeah. i mean you have to change who you are and, and what you do i mean look at the beatles in 1964 versus 1969 nice just totally different band you know i mean it's, it's insane. <laughs> well they even they even reference a bit i don't remember if it was paul or ringo in the, in the let it be uh-huh. they were talking about their old stuff yeah, yeah, yeah and just like 
they they don't want to do that anymore. They no. like kind of they're kind of bored with it. Yeah, it's like totally it's, it's not it's not. I forget the word that they use. It's not involved or it's not it's not art or anything. Something like that. Yeah, yeah but yeah, that was suggested. Like they're 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 boy band songs. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I want to hold your hand. Unless if they're great and you it's know, just a different thing. It's just completely different. It's like almost not even the same band yeah. because of how one hundred percent they yeah. just go like like if you look at the Beatles as, as an iceberg, the tip mm-hmm. of that iceberg is you know their first few albums. Hard and, days and I don't yeah. want to hold your everything hand. else. Love me. Fucking Sergeant Peppers, even Revol- Revolver's like right below the surface. Yeah. I think Revolver. I've always said it. Revolver at the end with Tomorrow Never Knows is the doorway into yeah. the Beatles becoming this intrinsic psychedelic, wild, fucking mm. philosophical, exciting band, just from being really good. Yeah, you know, like that's where 100%. it goes. Um, so now we segue into music. Okay, give us your your music interests. Um, I like. Uh, it varies um it's a very broad uh spectrum my playlist mm-hmm. but i typically gravitate towards things that are sad Same. um i need Same. lyrics that like actually hit me mm. um you know the the band modest mouse i oh, went yeah, through yeah. pretty much their entire discography throughout high school um yeah. that helped me a lot um and then recently it's actually been really cool because even though there's a ton of artists I can talk about, um, I've been utilizing the Discover Weekly. Yeah. And I've actually been getting filtered things. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like brand new artists. Yeah. Or either they're artists, but they're not hardly known at all. Yeah. And I literally, there was a guy that popped up on my Discover Weekly recently. His name's Dick Stuso. Mm. Um, I just heard his song and then i went to his album and then that same day i bought his <laughs> record yeah, yeah that's cool. like it's amazing the entire you all would really like it i'm gonna yeah, have no, to send I'm it to you it. afterwards i dig that yeah. yeah the worst is like like i had this happen a f- last year like this dude he his name's lincoln mm-hmm. it's just Abraham. himself yeah like it, got it shot in the head no more yeah. music <laughs> no more music it all ended right there you have to play it on a vase that's how old this yeah. song is um but he he had the song pop into my spotify like mm-hmm. it was a radio like i yeah I, i'll do that all the time or i'll like find a song and you know go to the radio and I'll create that playlist and he had a song on there so i click on his name and he's done five songs mm-hmm. and they were all in 2017 and he has he hasn't done anything since That's then. That's heartbreaking. And that was like that was devastating because if they haven't done anything since then, yeah, they probably didn't have enough traction to to mm-hmm. think, oh, this is worth it for Maybe me. Maybe they're just not on Spotify after that. I've looked everywhere. Oh. I know. Yeah, he had stuff on Bandcamp, but it was the mm. same five songs. Yeah. And it was like, it, have you found a way to contact him? I, he doesn't have social media or anything. Like what? he's a very hard Dick. man to reach. I know he's John Wilkes Booth. Yeah, asshole. I know he just he ruined just, it for everyone. Yeah, he, fucking, it's crazy that he was like the Robert Downey Jr. of that time period. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, like I just don't think of it in that way. Like imagine J-W-B. Robert. Yeah, it's like imagine one of those guys. Assassinating J.W. Booth. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> J.W. J.W. Booth. Um, yeah, I don't know. But so with music, it's not so much this sounds good. It's this means something. Yes. Like there's there's been some songs that I don't necessarily like, but lyrically I'm very impressed. And yeah. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Because it is poetry. It's just poetry yeah. to music. Mm-hmm. You know, like do you read poetry? Yeah, I write it too. I that's right. I remember you telling me that. Yeah. Who's your favorite like poet or just poetry that you enjoy? 
Um, I like Ernest Hemingway. Um, there is... Honestly, like, I don't have a specific favorite poet. Mm. Um, whenever I want to find books, oh, um, I'll go on Tumblr and you know just type in like if i find a quote that i really like or if i find a line of poetry or you know that Mm -hmm. i really like um i'll kind of go based off of that Mm -hmm. and then i'll go and sift through things um like there's rune lazuli that Mm -hmm. i found recently um i like them a lot but yeah i can't i mean part of it right now is just one of those moments where i can't name it off the top of my head but mostly like my poetry is a random collection of things that i i've identified with Mm -hmm. i don't know if i've so much like purchased uh so are you so your own poetry is right are you interested in like compiling it in a book and selling it or posting it online or anything like that or is it just for you um i've actually thought about turning it into a book Mm mm-hmm but it's one of those things, um, and I actually, there's a, another poet that had mentioned this actually like in their book that I purchased at the time. Oh, okay. um, but it's because your poetry, I mean, mine is largely based off of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just so vulnerable. And yeah. I'm one of those people that like, for the most part, I like to keep things to myself. It's only when I'm really not okay that like I just emotionally dump all my feelings. Mm-hmm. But almost immediately, there's a feeling of embarrassment and shame, right, and right, right. I need to do like penance for like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. revealing myself. That's yeah. not yeah. my that's not my words. I saw that yeah, recently, I, and I, 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 I plagiarized I it. with that. I, I but um, put, put me in handcuffs to take. Yeah, jail. it's this like it's cathartic to write, but to share, it's like almost like scathing yeah. because you're no, like, yeah. you're seeing like the deepest I feel part of my you know? pain i mean like when i wrote nausea and like letting people read it mm-hmm. like that's terrifying yeah you know because partially like a lot of it is based off of me and it's a very emotionally vulnerable thing part of it's just fiction and it's like am i an okay writer you know is the, mm-hmm. the content quality and then also look at my feelings right judge me you yeah know? like it's very terrifying. it's it's a hyper extension of yourself Absolutely. and like it's hard to detach that that like it's like if, if you give someone a piece of your writing and they're like this is and they're very honest or mm-hmm. they don't think it's good it's very hard not to take that as they don't think i'm good right well you and know? especially because it's such a subjective medium yeah it's like just because they don't think it's good that doesn't mean it's not good right but it's hard to to say that yeah in it's, your head like, right because your well, brain it's is all gonna about say taste. you're gonna think no i'm fucking dog shit yeah why am i gonna do this again I'm yeah terrible i suck so bad you know there's di- there's different levels to it like for one it's hard to share you know your personal life mm-hmm. for two it's like you're writing you care about writing you know you want honest feedback but at the same time like that's heavy to do but then it's like tangled in with your personal life Mm -hmm. and it's your writing so if someone is just like i'm not into it it's like well fuck oh okay so this is like it's um, fourth of july by the way so there's that is true yes yeah (laughs) so that's just kind of also daylight outside sorry not to interrupt but people are stupid why would you why would you set up fireworks it's daylight you fucking idiot it makes me think that people are just out here shooting people honestly when it's during daylight anyway anyway we totally trampled on. I I apologize. <laughs> no, I mean I was pretty much wrapping up. I was just kind of getting at the fact that right. like it's a it's a lot to yeah. Um, yeah. expose yourself like that 
even willingly. <laughs> like, that's a horrible way of putting it. Cause now that was I'm just, good. I'm describing a flasher. Yeah. <laughs> but the worst thing you know, about video podcast is that Matthew and I, like when we would just do the audio version, we would say shit like that all the time that would pop the other one, <laughs> but we could do it silently right. and maintain composure with a video. If I crack, you, you could see it. Isn't yeah. that much more freeing though? You don't have to hide. <laughs> you don't have to pretend, you know? Like. Just fucking zip, whip it out. So, yeah. Exactly, yeah. I'm laughing, yeah. Uh, no, I mean, you know, is is what it is. You expose yourself vulnerably, emotionally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so what if someone <laughs> took... Flash me. <laughs> how would you feel? <laughs> Walking in the park and someone just trench coats. Uh, no, if someone took your poetry without your knowledge and, like, published it and the entire world loved it. Would you be okay with that? I would still be fucking pissed. Yeah. I mean, but like knowing that, wow, people love this and connect with it. I would not matter to me one bit. (laughs) See, I don't like I. I mean, maybe a little bit. I would love the fact that they, you know, found Mm -hmm. um, some their own piece in my stuff. Right. But I would want it to not be published under my name. Ah, that's right. Like, or no last name. Well, it's my business, you know. No, absolutely. Like, I, just, I totally agree. I don't with know. You there. Like, I just think for a lot of people, it's like a lot of the fear is: is it good enough? Will oh, definitely. Care. So it's like if you took that away from it, and like, yeah, everyone just loves it. Then it's like, I wonder how many people would still be hesitant to like right. put shit out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. would you rather have your stuff be fairly well known and received as good? just under a different name mm-hmm. or you get your own personal satisfaction from it but no one knows it exists at all i'd rather just take a nap <laughs> no, <laughs> not worry about <laughs> so yeah i just get in bed and turn there, the there is off. something nice about like receiving credit and yeah. um again people connecting with it but at the same time it's like you want recognition yeah. and respect also, anonymity is cool. That is also... Yeah. But at the same time, you don't want to be a hermit, you know, and right. like cut yourself off from society. But you also don't want to be as Justin Bieber. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's a very fine line. Like, I've always said to me... The day a poet becomes Justin Bieber, I would love to see that. Oh, hey, Or, you know... Ten, ten million years from now, he'll get a he'll get a Nobel Prize. Like yeah. Bob Dylan did. Except yeah. I, I defend the Bob Dylan Nobel Prize. Um... But no, I think the best sort of like fame is comic book writer. You walk mm-hmm. into a comic book convention, everyone knows who you are. You walk out the doors, no one knows who you are. Yeah. You're you're famous in your field where yeah. people respect what you do and care about what you care about, mm-hmm. but the regular person on the street doesn't know who you are. Well, and I think that's I think, a, also a good yeah. thing about writers in general. Like, yeah. The, unless you're the people one of on Vince Gilligan's team. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. There you are know? successful Hollywood writers that probably mm-hmm. get paid a shit ton of money. I would never know if I saw them on the street or if I didn't. Yeah. Now, the exception is like the Titans. So like Stephen yeah. King or even yeah. Vince Gilligan might get recognized. Or Tarantino. Tarantino. Or Aaron Sorkin. characters. Right. Yeah. You know, not just regular. Right, just whoever. writers. Yeah. You know. I would agree with that, yeah. I'm trying to think. There was another... You know, you don't play games, right? No. 
You need to you need to play Minecraft. You should. Minecraft is I I will advertise that. You gotta play Minecraft. Okay. We got a Fourth of July show coming yeah. up for Minecraft. For I fireworks could and probably. Shit. Oh my god. I could probably. That was all Matthew. <laughs> don't shit on that. I'm <laughs> sitting right here. I'm not I didn't make Come on. It. it sounds sort of like Sims, like in the sense that you create your own. In a way. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's like it's virtual Legos. Yeah. Okay. It's like so kind of like you're building a farm, like how you would on yeah, like those absolutely. Facebook games. Yeah, well, could. Mm-hmm. well it's, yes. it's not so much like I'm going to build resources and then just farm them for, for you know, money or whatever. It's I'm going to build resources and farm them so I can have this certain thing and create this building or this ride or this whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I'm building an ice fortress right now. Like mm-hmm. I'm literally on a fucking tundra and I'm building like I've got a house a fucking like chest dome igloo thing and mm-hmm. like i've got these like twin towers things that are all different colors <laughs> you're not agree. <laughs> well no not like that but there's there's a tower there's towers and there's two of them and they're identical <laughs> to each other in, in but size and they're a bit across from each other and there yeah, might be an antenna on one of yeah. them but you know but the idea uh, of uh, my respects by the way i wasn't trying to be rude yeah no we That's are fine big, uh, <laughs> i'm just skipping over that yeah <laughs> But the idea that you can create your own, you know, utopia. Yeah, it's very relaxed, too. It's not like part of a community. Like, we have several locations. One is called Ligma. Mm Mm-hmm. Two is called Sedandis. <laughs> oh God, I, I see the theme. There's a theme. Yeah. There's yeah. a theme. We have some yeah. themes. And then we don't have a third one yet. But like, I've got my ice fortress. He's got like a cool little cabin thing. Like, I totally made your sound way worse. That's cool. <laughs> so I've, That's cool. I've got an ice fortress. He's got <laughs> he's like, a this little tiki ass little cabin. <laughs> As you like, it's where Abe Lincoln was born. <laughs> I didn't take it that way. Now I do. Now that you've elaborated. <laughs> when I said it out loud, I was like, man, I'm really diminishing. That's, that's fine. His, his is better constructed than Matt is, but the point <laughs> is you can do so many cool things. <laughs> no, I definitely feel so. like the odd one out with things like Minecraft, because I yeah. feel like everyone I know is involved with it, and I, just started I like, this year. don't know. It, it's it's had a resurgence, like a lot more people have played mm-hmm. in the past year or so than... Yeah, I, I, I think it's pandemic. Yeah, April. that definitely kicked it back into gear, too. Yeah, and I think... I mean, like, I wouldn't expect you to play like, Fortnite or anything if it's like a shooting like tactical yeah. game i'm not i w- we'll have to get you to play south park with us yes yeah, south, south park's park hilarious so yeah. i would play it's like game. have you ever played a tower defense game no it's like essentially there's this giant like map and you have like a fortress and you have to defend the fortress so like these enemies will like spawn and they'll follow this path and you can't let them get to the fortress, so you have to build these towers. To, but this like, is like defend. South Park, like but the it's comedy South Park show. Theme. Okay, so you can play as Cartman, Kenny, yeah, so like, Stan, okay. or you have Kyle. to defend the school from like gingers, okay. or like Mongolians, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. and you have to build like a pee tower that pisses on them, or mm-hmm. like fireworks that explodes. It, like, but it's fun. it's really fun. Who yeah. do you all play as? So we, <laughs> I prefer Kenny I was as like say a starting Kenny. character. Yeah, they they each have their own power. And stats, mm-hmm. so like, so like yeah. Kenny, if you use his power, they all the enemies drop coins that you can use to build towers. Mm-hmm. Cartman is like um, napalm, like destroys all the enemies. Mm-hmm. Um, Stan fortifies your like place that you're defending. Kyle gives everyone like speed boost and like power boost, mm-hmm. so they can fuck up the enemies more. Last night we were trying to, I've got so like we've got every achievement on the game that you can get. And we had to look up like what the best team was yeah. to do the hardest level, and it was Cartman, Craig, 
Jimmy, Jimmy, and Pip. And Pip. Yeah. I fucking so. love this. I would <laughs> yeah, love to play great. it. It's a great we're, game. We're gonna, yeah, it's like a 10-year-old game that we've yeah. been playing since, like, 7th grade. For me, the thing is, is, like, with games, I don't not play them because I don't think they're fun. It's because I literally just, I, right. I'm not, I live on my own. I can't just buy a gaming system. Right, you, you can't know what Absolutely, I mean? yeah. Because I, for some reason, like, my, my, like, upbringing, like, it was pretty, like, middle class. Like, I could... Yeah. virtually get like you know big ticket items i guess yeah mm-hmm. but video games for, for some reason like they were just never like around it wasn't like we there was a taboo around right. it, it, it just was wasn't, just, yeah. yeah yeah so like did you play with like toys or like dolls or <laughs> did like you go well, outside with a stick and yeah a- <laughs> <laughs> i mean fucking bike wheel clearly i played with toys <laughs> i played video games i watched movies and i still do all three of those things you know so like yeah. i'm always curious with people when they're kids like you know like did you play with power rangers or barbies or did you play playstation or did you throw a football like what you know what was the gimmick so you know? Or legos <laughs> or whatever the fuck my like upbringing was very weird like i went through phases with things like mm. i know kids have phases you know what i yeah, mean but i never had we have like no, a they consistent... have nothing but phases yeah, yeah. i never had like a consistent like general interest like mm-hmm. i remember i would like draw oh, and okay. color That's and cool. do like crafty things a lot yeah um we used to then... make shit out of duct tape yeah yeah i'll show i'll show some of it. Yeah, <laughs> so kidnapping <laughs> Um, wow, that's a I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> when I go to a store and like just buy duct tape, I feel odd. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, uh, uh, yeah. Like, I gotta get out of here, you know. But continue. Um, I mean, I did play outside a lot for a period of time. I it was kind of just usually like with cousins or like right, yeah. Um, because I mean, God forbid, like neighborhood kids like knock on the door because I'd be like, tell yeah no i hate it they, the first neighborhood we lived in it was like that like all the neighborhood kids here i don't know any of these like yeah it's like i don't know any neighbors but like when we moved here like obviously this is like a big ass yard so mm-hmm. like lightsabers galore like fucking star wars like jumping around like prequel shit like yeah it's awesome you know but like i would also like to stay inside and play fucking playstation because mm-hmm. i don't like being outside all the time like i don't like bugs and shit you know I'm yeah a bitch about that um and like I know you like to build shit, like you were a Lego. Like, yeah, I like the constructible gym. things. I would like find old toys and like just combine them in ways that didn't make sense. Wait, they weren't like functional Sid for from anyway. Toy Story type of or like <laughs> not evil. In, <laughs> not in that. I actually did have a haircut one year that I looked I exactly remember like that. Few <laughs> years um, ago, this man was. Sitting. But no, I would try and build like like inventions and mm-hmm. things like that did not work at all like in my head though i was like yeah. oh yeah this would do this and like jimmy neutron like jimmy like, neutron absolutely yeah. that was a, a huge influence yeah um that's cool though but uh, of course they never work and i i would love to find pictures of them mm-hmm. because i'm sure my parents did take pictures of that junk <laughs> yeah <laughs> because they were if i had to like walk you know walk into my room and see this yeah. castle that's got tubes running out of it for some reason <laughs> yeah. hamsters everywhere hamsters running around <laughs> hamster like, city what the fuck have you done <laughs> yeah I th- I this is an abomination. <laughs> yeah. We, we should have taken this one back. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. should. Uh, the child or the toy? All of it. Okay. Yeah. We should just start reset. Over. Clean slate. <laughs> start over. Clean slate. No one will miss him. No, no. <laughs> no, no one, one knows he's now. <laughs> I have a. I, I don't anyway. know about you guys, but I have like a hyper fixation on like clean slate. 
Yeah. Oh, there's I could there's something appeal like I've I thought about just like running away and oh, yeah. moving somewhere. Just, yeah. and move in well and, and just like starting new with everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just starting fresh. I but, think about that all the time. Yeah. I think so too. I think for me the ultimate like anti that is mm-hmm. that I'm very The antithesis. Self reflective and a big like I think my fatal flaw is tearing everything down to rebuild. Mm-hmm. Like so I think self-improvement's like a big like as far as anxiety goes it, for everything like mm-hmm. I think like the anxiety will like bubble up so bad that it explodes and I'm like I have to tear everything down I have to self-destruct in the worst possible way mm-hmm. quit a fucking job like you know sell something buy something I shouldn't have like just do the worst thing I could do to where I get to rock bottom and then say okay now I can try and fix and build up and like reconstruct mm. But the defeatist part of me never reconstructs, so I'm just always destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just always at rock bottom. So that's my thing. I just have peaks and falls, and then when I feel like yeah. I've hit rock bottom, I'm kind of just like, can I get a ticket out of town? I'm constantly at the bottom, and then sometimes it goes lower. And then yeah. I'm like, go back up You're a little bit. You're digging through the bedrock. But still at bottom. Yeah. Well, have you all read the book, The Sun Also Rises? Or can you? No. I know it I've is, heard it's good, though. It, it is, um, but there's a there's a point um of conversation in the book between uh two of like the more of the main characters Mm -hmm. and one is talking about how they just want to up and leave Mm -hmm. and the other one is like i mean it doesn't really matter because if you're sad here and you move like you're probably just gonna be sad there too and that really hit me you'd be sad there except just with nothing yeah, yeah. <laughs> just be sad there with less. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like it's an ideal to like. Yeah. Or it's an ide like ide ideation. Yeah. To just start over, but it's like just because you're it doesn't moving, work. it right. doesn't necessarily change you can't everything. Leave yourself. Yeah. You, know, you can't leave your thoughts. Yeah. Emotions. Have you seen the movie Midnight in Paris? With no. Owen Wilson. It's like this dude that's you know he goes to Paris and he's so nostalgic for the old times, like mm-hmm. the 1920s. Yeah, like 1920s. He's a writer, so like something ends up happening and he kind of like time machines himself into the 1920s Mm -hmm. and like hangs out with popular you know f scott fitzgerald and like all these people from then but they're all nostalgic for like the 1890s oh okay and then you know he accidentally goes to the 1890s with someone i think and like the people in the 1890s are nostalgic for like the 1860s Mm -hmm. and it's like just goes to show there's no golden age no time is better than another time. It's what you make of it. And every idea you have in your head about nostalgia isn't real. It's all made up. Okay. Know? Anytime you get to paradise, there's always a better paradise. Yeah. Grass is always greener. So, like, that's kind of how I think about a lot of it. Like, it could always be better, but a lot of it's my own made up bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. And I that's mean, what this podcast is. Yes, a lot of made-up bullshit. Our own made-up bullshit. <laughs> yeah. I definitely feel like I have a habit of, like, I mean, obviously there's times where I look back at the past and I'm like, that was a horrible fucking time. Mm-hmm. But there are times that were genuinely not great, but in my head I'm like, oh, that was... That was good. That was good. Well, it's uh, 6.30. I know you got to bounce. So mm-hmm. we will bring this to a close. Okay. Um, any closing thoughts? Um... No, I mean, I just, I really appreciated you guys I having love me on. Put people on <laughs> yeah. the, uh, what is he gonna say? What are they gonna say? <laughs> yeah. The the conversation was very cool. Yeah, um, no, and like that's kind of. Oh, the camera died. <laughs> that's Wonderful. good though. That's like that's a.
So as you can tell, uh, the camera died. Yes. Um, I, I noticed it was it was dying, so I tried to wrap up, and then we just got fucking cut off at the just legs. Just barely. Just barely. We barely yeah. missed it in classic Just Mash fashion, and you'll see that next episode when we tell you everything that's ever gone wrong with this podcast. But that was Chandler. She's yeah. great. Great person. Love her to death. Until next time.